you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? Um, It was a mix of enjoyable and not enjoyable. I'm not going to go into details what's not enjoyable. Okay. But, um, you know, we went to Madison and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Jasmine had like a little wine event night. Mm-hmm. And so that was fun. We discovered that people really do catfish people in 2018. <laughs> and we're literally... Going to reach out to MTV. Mm-hmm. We spent a part of our evening doing some investigative work, <laughs> um, and it was hilarious. Like we talked on the phone with this dude. Oh shoot! Um, we was like Facetime was Facetime me, Facetime me. Like you know me, as if we were all talking to him as right. one person. Right. He was like, I can't Facetime you. I'm like watching my nephew. Like what is that? <laughs> right. He kept saying like, I can't. I'm watching my nephew. I can't. But the weird part about it is, like, he literally doesn't know us. Like, my other friend was actually talking to him. I was about to say, and okay, they so stopped you. talking. Okay. And she was like, she thinks she got catfished. And mm-hmm. so she told us the story, and we were just so intrigued. So she started showing us, like, the conversation, showing us his, quote-unquote, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were so intrigued. So we called from um, my friend's number that... Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to us. So the the weirdest part so, about it was like, you don't know who we are. Right, that's all I was and about to say. he was going back and forth with us for at least an hour. Like, he was on a phone. Like, we FaceTimed. He wouldn't answer. With people that he literally doesn't know. He literally. That's and it. that's what made it weird. Because at a certain point, he was like, I am real. I am who I say I am. Da, da, da. And at a certain point, I think I texted the in the phone. I was like, you don't know who you're talking to now. <laughs> you literally don't know me. You realize that, right? <laughs> like, and he's like, he goes, I think you said something like, yeah, dude, this was over weeks ago. And I was like, no, you actually don't know. That's a whole different That's number. A, I mean, maybe you're doing that with somebody else too. But right. I'm like, legit. Like, did you see his picture? It's not him. I know, but I'm saying the picture that he's using. <laughs> it's not him. And I want to know who the real one is. Uh, well, whoever picture he's using is cute. <laughs> so, I'm definitely, that was fun. Um, today I just kind of chilled, like I said. For the unpleasant part of my weekend, I'm just going to say that, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm going to just say that, you know, people are people. (laughs) They are. Um, And people try it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I feel like that, yeah. At the wine of it, did y'all, like, try different wines or, like, new wines? No, I think, I mean, I I, I mean, I bought a wine that I've had before and one, but we never even got to that bottle. So, I mean, 
the focus wasn't really the wine. Right. It was just more like I was just and catching up yeah. and yeah. trying to figure out who that dude was. <laughs> and that was just kind of it. Um, so it's like now you have to find the person like in the actual picture and be like, but you know like about using your picture, right? Legit really hard to do that. Don't let Neve and them on Nev on and them make you think it's so easy to just Google search a picture. I I I've helped a couple people out by doing that. And We've done that, but nothing yeah. came up. I'm saying it's not as easy. Right, right, right. It's not right. as easy. We don't have a whole production team <laughs> like they do, frankly, right. to be looking and trying to find stuff. Mm-hmm. So whoever the real person is. I don't know what to tell you, brother. You being you being used right now, used and abused. Lord, mm, well, we'll see how that. Will will you update us on if I have any more development investigation? Oh, well, I just had one before the show. Um, my friend found the Facebook mm-hmm. and realized they had a mutual friend, so she um, uh, texted her friend like, "I know she's friends with him. Do you know him?" And she said. We talked years ago, but, like, we never met up, um, and we never video chatted. She said, so, honestly, I'm not sure he was even real. Lord. So, we got another account of catfishing from him. Never meeting up, mm. and never... I am convinced he is catfishing people. <laughs> and, mm. honestly, we want to figure out who he really is. Right. We're going to figure it out. And he's been doing it for years. He had been doing it for years, because she said that was years ago, and another friend that happened like weeks ago, probably like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. So he's still playing this role, this game. He's probably an old white man that's married. Or I was going to say, or like kids. some like 15 year old or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, well, I can't wait for the updates on that. I just felt like, are we really still, are we doing that? In yeah, that's why the show still exists. I don't know why it should still exist. I feel like anytime, and I feel like. When my friend did, they just stopped talking. She was like, something's off mm-hmm. and was done. Right. So I feel like I don't know how it gets to these levels where, like, you've been talking to somebody for months mm-hmm. or talking to someone for years. Like, on Catfish, there have been moments where it's yeah. been years and they've never video chatted right. and they've never. How do you even think that's right in 2018 <laughs> with all this technology? Right. right. There's so many different ways to video chat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Outside of like FaceTime for iPhone, you got you can even do it on Snapchat, Instagram, right. Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Skype. I, I use Google Duo. Go, uh, there's so many ways <laughs> that it just doesn't even make sense to me mm-hmm. that you couldn't figure it out. Right. I don't like so I don't get how people can be on MTV Catfish because well, I feel like foolish. You figure it out in a week or two, and then you'd be like, "All right, you're not real," and right. you're done. Right. These people are years. Yeah. They foolish, but and like a lot of the episodes on Catfish now, they both be lying to each other. I know. It's just like <laughs> love yourself. So it's like y'all both was just catfishing each other, y'all dummies. I think people should be <laughs> genuine facts, and people should be clear about their intent. Facts, facts. and not waste people's time. Facts. Huh? Okay. So, um, hmm. my weekend, we went to Massanutten with Thursday, and we spent, we actually stayed there a little bit longer Friday than we planned, and then we, like, stopped for food and stuff, but that was fun. Saturday, I didn't really do much at all this weekend. I caught up on sleep, because the last couple weekends, I've been ripping and running, so, honestly, I didn't really do anything. Um, I had to go to a funeral Saturday morning, 
And then, like, I went out for dinner and then came right back home Saturday night. And then today, I did not leave the house until I came here to record it, so. It's so hot. Well, see, no, I like, I would have, actually, I wanted to go out last night, but nobody was responding to me, but, um. And I apologize for that. It's okay, yeah, you was one of them. <laughs> Honestly. I wasn't going to call you out. You can't. I was so, I felt bad. I was like. Oh my gosh, I didn't know. Because I texted three of y'all, and all of y'all was like watching my Insta story, but none of y'all responded to I did not get a notification. I was like, okay, these hoes. I did not, <laughs> and I literally, and I saw it, and I, I, te- I said, oh, I, I didn't see it till just now. I know, it's okay. So it wasn't on purpose. I legit did not get a notification. <laughs> I was one of those people. <laughs> And like y'all know, I don't usually be wanting to go out. I usually no, you want don't. Things. And the one night I wanted to go out, and nobody responded to little old me. So it's I cool. did not see that till like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> and I was still up, matter of fact, because like I watched since I was up and I wanted to be out. I was wide awake, so like I watched Power. Then I was on the phone, so I was I was up actually kind of late, but I slept most of the day today. Did laundry. I had, I still had my suitcase out from Cancun and the bag from Madison, so I just needed to like get everything organized and put away. So that was my weekend, just cleaning my room and folding clothes and, and sleeping a whole whole lot. Cause I still feel like this week coming is not it's not a full week, so it's just weird. Cause like I go to work for a day and a half, and then we off, and I go back to work for two days. Like so. I still feel like it's kind of like vacation time, but I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so, what do you have for media for us this week? Um, to start with the BT Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. Mm-hmm. I'll give it like a C minus, maybe a B plus. Not B plus, C plus, B minus in mm-hmm. certain spots. Uh, Jamie Foxx is okay. I feel like he wasn't his funniest. He went off script too much. I just was like, what are you doing? He this went isn't... off script. He kept like getting celebrities out of the audience and they was like off, caught off guard. It and... wasn't like, it wasn't his best. I no, just was like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, performances wise, Anita Baker tribute I enjoyed. That was really good. Even though um, I don't feel like Jamie Foxx would need to be a part of it. But. No, because then he was like, <laughs> like he was like playing around. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what are you doing? Sing a song or pass it off to the next person. I felt like he was like, just like playing around. I didn't right. get that. Um, Meek Mill's performance. He was, his performance was, it was very impactful. For the night. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed Migos. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like star. It wasn't like crazy. But I just right. enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, and um, Ella May. She did. Or my. I always say May, but I think it's mine now. I think I it's know. mine too. I've been saying May for months. But she sounded well. Yeah, her sounded very her, well, but she always yeah, does exactly. It's like, so the performances were decent. Yeah. I'm gonna say who performance just. I I I was a little. Nikki, stop. Huh? Nikki I was a stop. little uh, confused. I was a little bewildered. Stop. And cover up since we got to cover up now, Nikki. (laughs) Well, I I was just like, it didn't seem like she was really putting in any energy. energy. And then the thing was, and nowadays I hate it. The track be so loud, you can't even hear them. And there would be so many times where she would just be walking around with a mic down, not saying anything. So I was like, you're not performing. So, yeah. That was a and little... And that's what we was talking about, because, like, live performances used to be distinctly different from how the track sounded. 
Now they're exactly the same, and it's annoying. Because it it's like, be... I do want to hear something a little bit special. Throw a little extra bring one a special in there. guest out, yeah. or like, just something. So it was, I was just like, uh-huh. But I just feel like all her performances are the same. Like, it's just the same routine every time. And it's like, all right, Nikki, so can we see something different? Like, we done seen you get on your knees and pop your booty up and it don't move. No. We seen, like, we've seen all of it. Like, can we get something new? Like, come on, like. Yeah, I I'm get that. <laughs> I'm just over it. So it was okay. I do. Uh, Deborah, Deborah Lee did her official like step down. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear who's about to replace her because they haven't announced yet. I'm. I am curious to see the direction of BT. I feel like when I was younger, BT was stacked with content. I felt like I watched mm-hmm. it on the regular, whether it was, um, whether it was like they was playing Martin or something like that. Yeah. Where or when they had 106 in Park and they had Rap City and they had yeah. they had shows. Yeah. It, whether it was reality TV or not, mm-hmm. they had more of a stacked content. And I feel like now they have a stacked content for a season and then nothing comes back a year. Like right. I, they don't have consistent content yeah. all year. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out why because I feel like there's so much they could be doing. I feel mm-hmm. like I know BT. Was more, it's supposed to be like music and all, mm-hmm. but it evolved just like MTV evolved, and yeah. it's like not really about music as much anymore. Right, right. They could right. do the same thing and have different type of shows. Mm-hmm. And I know they have like that BT Her, which is like another version of BT, where it's like, what, what is the yeah. point here? <laughs> it's like, let's give us some content, let's like do real content. First right. of all, give us a show. We're entertaining. Here's our pitch. Give us a show about millennial life, I was the struggles. You. We could be like insecure in real life. Because literally, we have moments where we could be on insecure. We have moments in life where it's like, this is like TV. This should be BT. <laughs> Give us a shout. mentioning to um, somebody the other day, because you know, Jesus and Mero, they got a, a Showtime special. Well, they now their show is going to be on Showtime. So, Viceland, their um, show on Viceland Thursday was the last episode. I was like, oh, so we need to start pitching for us to replace them. <laughs> like, we're, we can talk about pop culture for half an hour every night. Like, we can do that. I mean, but we should. <laughs> Let's have the new shows. Like, and they have them for a little bit. It's like they have them and then they go away. So I don't know if people don't watch them. I don't know if, you know what I mean? I don't know if the numbers are down so it don't stick like grits. I don't know. But I, I feel like. Well, I think, I think. That's part of what it they is. They need to reevaluate the audience and maybe what we want. I have no yeah. idea because I, I they'll have shows, then it'll be one season. So in my mind, maybe they weren't successful. Maybe people weren't watching them. So right. I don't know. What do we want from BET, y'all? Right, because I was about to say, that's like what you just said. They always have something new, but then it doesn't stick. So it's like they are producing new things, but either it's trash or they don't bring it back if we did like right, it, maybe it misses or, the mark yeah so i don't know the like, viewership something that is actually gonna you know make people start tuning into bt because like i know mouse jones just got a show on there so we'll see how his does I, I think it actually already started but um so but yeah hopefully the new person that comes in helps give some direction and help you know because like bt could easily have done like a queen sugar like they could do stuff like that just with the right production, and I think that's something that they They could do in. lifestyle, cooking shows, yeah, talk shows, yeah. I mean, talk black, shows. Yeah, like, yeah. We, like, I, I feel like there's a plethora mm-hmm. of shows they could probably do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
Even if it was more reality TV, make it consistent. Right. Like, just bring back, uh, what was it, College Hill? I don't know. I don't know if that would work in 2018. I love that show. A, a lot of us <laughs> did, but I think the world has changed, and mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know if that would even. If it would work. I know. I do think a Sydney and Sinead show would. So, um, and maybe we'll be on BET Her. That's fine. <laughs> maybe not regular BET. Maybe BET Her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're, like, cool. <laughs> if we had a show, y'all could have saw my wine night. Mm-hmm. Y'all could have saw my unpleasant part of the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. could have saw Sydney texting people. But being like that Spongebob meme, like, because no one was responding. <laughs> I was so irritated, too. And I was saying, like, <laughs> y'all would have enjoyed that. And we're not even an hour-long show. We're like a good 30-minute show. It's fine, <laughs> it's light, and you keep it moving. So, we're going to try to get a reality show. <laughs> moving on, um, the electric slide. Mm-hmm. It came mm-hmm. out that, like, that was about a vibrator, yeah. and it, it like, shocked the world that yeah because the, the post was like when did you find out and most people was like uh today years old like i didn't know that right and that. so it's just kind of like huh yeah so one i have to i have to ask whoever bought the song mm-hmm and made the dance, mm-hmm. did they know what it was really about? Like, I, I'm still <laughs> confused versus for the person who wrote it versus the one. Because, like, there is an electric side music video of right. her singing the song right. and then boogie oogie oogie <laughs> But not boogie oogie oogie the way the songwriter intended. And when I looked up the lyrics, it definitely, I said, well, it definitely sounds like it. When you, you can't really see read it. it. It's electric. Boogie oogie You got to feel it. It's electric. Boogie Ooh, boogie. it's shaking. <laughs> it's electric. She's pumping like a matic. She's moving like electric. She sure got the boogie. What <laughs> in the world? Now you can't hold it. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. But you know it's there. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> I've got to move. I'm going on a party ride. <laughs> I've got to groove. Oh my God. Are you coming with me? Come let me take you on a party ride and I'll teach you, teach you, teach you. I'll teach you how to electric slide. You know what? That's totally about a vibrator. <laughs> and I don't. Like, I'm just looking at the lyrics like, what the heck? Mm-mm. Don't want to lose it. It's electric. You can't cheat it. <laughs> it's electric. So, ladies, for those who have um, vibrators, that's the anthem now. Yeah. So, it's electric. <laughs> okay, moving on. Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. So a video came out. Damon Dash posted. I think they was at a concert. Yeah, they were at a gospel. They were at a concert, <laughs> and he rolled up on him. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up? What's good? <laughs> you know you owe me money. Lee Daniels look in that video like, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was just trying he was to like, just keep like, it low. I don't want to. He just was like, you can see his body language. Just like, 
Uh huh. I feel you, brother. He said, I'll call you. Right. Let's you know. <laughs> so then we Lee Daniels did like an interview a couple mm-hmm. days later, saying, you know what, he he does owe him money because yeah. when no one was giving him money, Hollywood Dame would Dame. not give him money. Dame did. And first of all, I'm gonna say shame on Lee Daniels because right. Let's be honest here. Precious came out a while ago. Yeah. These movies that Dame was talking about. Came out a while ago. Right. So this has been years right. that you have not paid this money back. Mm-hmm. You know, I know they went to court at one point. They went to court and had an out-of-court settlement that uh, he agreed to put Dame Dash on projects as a way to pay and back. Didn't. And then he didn't do it. So it was like, he already you already wrong right. for years. So, so right. then when it got to the public, mm-hmm. then I feel like that like forced him to say, okay, I'll give you money back. Because my thing is, it's like, you have the money, sir. Right, right. You have the money, <laughs> right, to write him a two million dollar check. Right, and if you don't, you can figure it out. And you have equity. You have st- you right. you can give this man two million, whether it's cash, whether it's in stocks, bond, whether it's in percentage of a company. Right, you can absolutely do that, right. Lou Daniels. Right. And shame on you, brother. <laughs> After a brother was trying to help. You out, right? Because the it white man you, wasn't. It helped you get to where you are. Because like, arguably, whack. if he didn't get that two million, who back knows then, where who, he would have? Exactly. Wiggity whack. <laughs> exactly. You, he, he should be getting way more than two million. People but. gotta pay people back these days, y'all. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> you say that. Say that one more time. <laughs> if you borrow money from somebody, right? Pay them back plus interest, right? And stick to your word. Like this, don't. And then it's like, especially in this situation, you got so much from the money that you were given that if you weren't given that money, your life could be drastically different. So why not replay, repay the person that helped you when you was down and up? But huh? That's just, that's just a word, ain't that's it? That's selfish and it says, it says a lot about Lee Daniels and other people that does that character. <laughs> so right. <laughs> If you owe somebody money right now, figure out how to pay them back. You know what I mean? <laughs> and articulate a realistic timeline of when you going to pay them back. Right. And be on time with the payments. <laughs> you know? Got right. people around here trying to serve you. <laughs> You've been served. <laughs> Stop. You've been served. Uh, so, but yeah, so I wonder how long it's going to take Lee Daniels to pay him back. It's... It's a pull out that checkbook, bro. It should be. It really should. But we'll see. I'm sure. Because your net worth, because I think I looked up after this, I looked up Lee Daniels' net worth. It's $12 million. So, I mean, he is giving, a, he does owe a good amount of his net worth. So. Let's, let's be clear. If it went down to $10 million, he'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course he'll be all right. But I'm just wondering. He'll be taking all that. Just let me tell you something. I'm sure if you don't pay him back, we'll hear about it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And another week, Dame Dash going to roll up on him again. Look, man, we didn't, we didn't, when he said you was going to give me 500,000 a week, where's my money? (laughs) They'll hear about it. Uh, Moving on. I appreciate Dame Dash for this, actually, though. Because, you know. And this is the like quick side note, but you know Dame Dash because of his approach, a lot of times like people don't like the way that he goes about things. I appreciated this because he took all the proper avenues. He took him to court. They made an agreement. It's been years, right? And so he like, all right, look, we taking this to social media. Like, if you want to do me dirty, I'm gonna fight you dirty, right? So I, but I appreciate the way he. He's did that. inspiring, isn't he? <laughs> 
I can't stand genius. <laughs> He's inspiring. If you're going through a struggle of getting trying to get your money back, maybe take the Dame Dash route. I'm not saying I'm. You know, evaluate the situation. Everyone's situation is different. It may not be worth it to do that. Well, yeah, but true. maybe yeah, maybe so everybody don't do that. Don't you, you know? Might end up in a worse ev- evaluate your situation, but maybe. The Dame Dash situation can help you to be just a little bit more vocal, or maybe another way. Not like embarrassing them on social media, yeah, yeah, but like maybe another. Maybe you pull up on people. You know, once again, evaluate your situation because I don't know what's going yeah, on. That and ain't, that ain't going. You know, work for don't everybody. pull up on anybody. But if <laughs> right. you feel like you can pull up, up and be like, "Yo, what's good?" <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, Drake albums came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still like I'm halfway through side B. I was about to say I did not listen to the whole thing. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but what I've heard, I liked. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, heard cool. a lot that a lot people like side B more. Oh, I've heard okay. that from several. Well, I didn't even finish side A, so I've heard that from several individuals. So I'm going through the only side one B. I listened to on side B was my birthday, and that was it. So here we are. He <laughs> indeed has a son. And he was born on my birthday. <laughs> okay. That's the only reason I listened to that one. Got it. <laughs> he does have a son. It is by that uh, mm-hmm. French artist, model, lady. Cam girl. Um, cam girl. <laughs> our titles have varied in the stories. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so he does admit he has a child. Um, but he was kind of... He basically was like... We only met twice. The second time we met, we smashed, and that's how Adonis got here. So he was right. like, we were never really dating. We were never really in a relationship. Right. And now this line that everybody's posting is getting on my nerves about, I wasn't hiding you from the world. I was hiding the world from you. Um, Like, he just gave that line to all the F-boys. To Eat now use it. But, it up, oh, man. my gosh. Y'all, <laughs> I'm just like, if I see this thing posted one more time, oh, my God. And ladies, and maybe gentlemen, don't fall for that mess. Right. Let me tell you something. BS. BS. (laughs) Don't fall for that foolishness, okay? Because the thing is, though, if Drake would have said that he had a kid when he found out he had a kid, I don't think it would have been as much hoopla And and he didn't have to. And the thing is, it's like, didn't have to show the kid. Didn't have to know who was having the kid. It could be, I'm a father. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to be a father. Mm -hmm. Boom. Right. I think what it is is we found out via pushing T <laughs> right. of kind of putting it to the forefront. Yeah. Because yeah. it's been a rumor, but kind of putting it to the forefront and then obviously people investigating and then. Right. So it seems like a force announcement. A, a force announcement. Yes, as yeah. a son. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like you could have you could have dropped that lyric in a song mm-hmm. and had people speculating for right. a while ago about it. Right. So, but I see a lot of people like it. You know, people love Drake. Yeah. You know, so, and I don't think he never has a terrible project. I just think, no. depending on where you at, you either vibe with it or, or you like you know. okay with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. But he always produces quality stuff, so. Right. And then Power is back. Yeah. Watched it at 12 and it hit on demand. Yeah, I watched it when um, responded to me. So, <laughs> I had already gotten in bed at that point. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't leaving out. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, thoughts about the episode i feel like it was okay like mm-hmm. um i thought it was a good opening episode i thought it was all right i mean mm-hmm. i felt like it wasn't nothing you wouldn't expect i will say tyreek is back 
doing. He need to go doing what Tyreek does. Send him the board. And I mean, when he got off that pulpit, <laughs> like he couldn't get through the speech to go to the side. I was so I was like, bro, he really to text this dude to mm. run. Mm. It's your fault. Mm. She's dead in the first place, and you couldn't even just do the speech. You literally had to fake cry and, and warn the dude who is a part of this whole thing, by right. the way, right. to run Snape. <laughs> I'm so sick of Tyree. And I hate when he speak, his top lip don't move. <laughs> I never noticed that. Pay attention. He be like, everybody lying to me. I'm sick of it. Tell me the truth. Everybody lying to me. I'm telling my father. I want to be a thug. I'm not a boy. His top lip don't move. Go, I promise you, everybody go watch it. Oh my god. His top lip don't move. And that's why he always sounds like he's stupid. Oh my god. He get on my nerves. I can't stand Tyreek. Oh my god. I'm a man. It's not my fault. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to be in these streets. Oh my goodness. Dre, I'm so ready for him to die, but I don't think he'll die till like the end of the season. Me either. This is gonna play it's gonna, itself out. Yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna, gonna draw gonna, this ish out. More people gonna die in the. In the they're gonna be worn and trying to figure out how to get them. Yeah. So I don't. I think by the end of this season, this will be his last season. Yeah. Um, and I think Angela is gonna get caught up again. Yeah. And this time, it's strictly Angela's fault. Yeah. Because after. After um. I feel like she kind of could have been honest more with the cop Agreed. situation. She Agreed. was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But it could have been, as a follow-up with that James Patrick case, mm-hmm. that cop came out to me to talk about his son. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. That was my only involvement in that moment. She wasn't about... She wasn't... I felt like she could have gave her enough mm-hmm. for the cop to be like, okay. But the fact that she said nothing, right. the cop knew she was lying. So she's going to... And she... Found her business card. Mm-hmm. She's gonna keep investigating. So it's like you about to be in some more trouble because you just can't just live your life. She's gonna get caught. That's what I'm uh. saying. She could have gave her a nugget. Sometimes, and I'm not saying you shouldn't lie at all, right? But sometimes the situations when you give a little truth, mm-hmm. that could typically keep people, you know, keep them off or keep them off. Them believe the lie, right? But when you do nothing. Then it just makes them more suspicious. Right, absolutely. So yeah, I don't feel like that's like needed. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how the season goes, but. But I'm tired of Tyreek. That's how already I'm at this point. First I'm episode, we yeah, couldn't we even get to like episode three before he started acting up. <laughs> just send him away. Whose side are you on, brother? Whose really? side are you on? And what are you thinking? I mean, it's your fault. Your sister's dead beating. in the first place. He needs a beating. He need a pistol whipping. You want to get? I want to thug. He need a pistol whipping. Cause you know what I think is gonna happen. I feel like he's gonna ha- try to be like Jerry's protege, which is not gonna. To work out of spite, like yep. his father. Yeah. And he gonna get caught up. Yep. And be running back to his daddy, <laughs> like he did the last time. Right. Oh. He's foolish. And that like, the third baby just be popping up randomly. I be forgetting that they got another kid. <laughs> Cause it'd be like, oh, she's older now. Hey. Well, I mean, it she is season five, so yeah. like technically, it's she's the appropriate age, but she's not. She's not really needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not really part of the story. She's not really a part of it. She'll never be around. She's in daycare with her mom, or mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, um, last but not least, just there was a shooting. There's so many these days, unfortunately. Right. 
There was one in Maryland, in Annapolis, mm-hmm. at the Gazette. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just say, I still don't, I don't know, I just don't get people's mind frame when they do stuff like this. However, yeah. apparently the they sued him yeah. and eventually dropped the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, prior, I was like, maybe they should have maybe they should have went all the way through because clearly there was some sort of grudge here. Yeah. Because years later he came back and, you know, lives were lost and people were injured. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like, what is wrong with people, man? I don't know. I don't know, but... Therapy. Yes. Therapy, 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 therapy. I can't say it more than enough (laughs) than enough. And moving forward, you will hear about some. And so, therapy, (laughs) therapy. (laughs) Get you one. <laughs> okay? It'll help everybody a little bit. It really would. If everyone had a therapist, I think this world would be in a better place. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I agree. So that's all I got. Then we move into the um, question of the week. So our question was, when in a relationship, is spending too much time with single friends detrimental to your relationship's success? Um, so... Ryan still said, no, debate your mama. <laughs> Reese P. said, nah, only if your friends are nefarious or your Tyrese. <laughs> um, Tia Instant said, what does it matter if your friends are single or not? That sounds like an insecure partner. Um, J-N-Y Cole H. It might be J. Nicole H. Um, it depends on the friend. If they trying to put you in situations that are detrimental to your relationship, then they need to go. If not, then we good. Um, Africa Wilkins said, no, real friends won't hate your happiness or put you in compromising situations. Um, And then Amber Kenilo said, if those single friends are not positive influences, then yes. So I agree with what the last response was. I feel like, um, depending on the type of friend, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like, that friend could be in a relationship and still be a negative impact in your life. Yeah. Oh, so that's I'll definitely say true. Yeah. It could be a single friend or a friend in a relationship. Right. But I've always said this before, and I've said on a podcast before, birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. There's a reason you're friends with certain people, even if there are elements that you are very different. Yeah. There's still some common bonds because you wouldn't be friends. Like, you right. know what I mean? Right. right. So I feel like. And when you're around someone a long time and behavior and stuff like that, it's natural. Like, you mm-hmm. you you pick up on friends' vernacular sometimes. Oh, you pick definitely. up on... Yeah. It's easy. So, I feel like it can be... It can be detrimental. hmm Yeah, but I also... I agree with what one person said. If they're good friends, then they shouldn't intentionally try to be detrimental to your relationship. They should be trying to help. Even if you're going through an issue, they should be trying to help you find a solution. Like, they may, you know, let you vent and go at it with you for a minute. But at the end of the day, they should be trying to help you, you know, better your relationship or find a a solution, even if it's not being in your relationship anymore. It's not to the detriment. It shouldn't be to the detriment of you. But we all know everyone's not like that. Oh, yeah. There are certainly friends who will try to put harm on relationships. Exactly, yeah. So, I I I don't think that they are good You just need to (laughs) be aware. Yeah. And honestly... I think there's something, I think there's also something to, when you have friends, that they, not everyone know every element of your relationship. Oh, yeah. Because it takes friends longer time to forgive your partner. Like, if you, if your partner did something and you will forgive them, but you done told your friends, your friends ain't never going to forget that. Huh? (laughs) 
So it, speaking I as a friend that. who never ever forgets, I agree with that. Like it could be tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do my best. <laughs> speaking of personal experiences, whereas I'm the opposite. It's like if you forgive them and they not hurting you, then be good. But if they continue to hurt you or do something, I'm gonna bring it up. Like I know you forgave them and all, but they still doing you know what you forgave them for. So, it just depends. I feel like as a friend, I just feel like I gotta keep my eye on him or her mm-hmm. when they've like done something that was bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, and it depends on the degree. I'm not gonna do that if y'all had like a little argument. Right. But right. it's like if there's some like heavy duty stuff going on that I think is inappropriate, mm-hmm. you can for, for, forgive them and move on. And I genuinely do hope it gets better. But right. there's a little side eye. <laughs> There's a little side eye mm-hmm. to just to see. And honestly, for my friends, if my dude really screw up, keep that side eye. Because I might be missing something. <laughs> you know, you and your feelings, you like someone, you miss things. That's true. That's okay, true. so I would prefer if my friend who is close to me and knows me well. Because, like, I don't even, I don't be sharing all my business with everybody. So right. if I have a friend that's close to me and knows me and knows who I am, like, right. for real. Right. And say, look, I feel like this is something you're missing. Mm-hmm. I want you to say that. Because right. you could be in a relationship and be in love or, you know, you really want it to work out. And you will miss stuff. Right. Love is blind. It'll take over yeah. your mind. Like, just don't, don't <laughs> sleep. Yeah. It I'm, happens. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> So thanks guys for responding. Remember we post a question every week on Thursday. <clears throat> so continue to answer. And if you have questions, suggestions, just email us and let us know. So getting into our topic for today. Um, XO Nicole, she had posted um, something and it says, if you aren't taking or learning something from every conversation that you have, then you're investing your time in the wrong conversations. Um, and I know it's, this kind of started a topic of debate between, you know, some of my friends because I didn't necessarily agree with it. I think there's nothing wrong with sometimes having mindless conversation because everybody needs a break sometimes. Um, and so I don't think every, you know, conversation has to be this big enlightening thing. Sometimes it can just be, you know, joking and mindless. But... Then, um, Psychology Today, you know, our favorite, one of our favorite websites, they posted an article today saying, are your conversations worth having? Um, and so then it goes into how to have conversations with meaning and it mainly is talking about in the workplace and how to, what techniques to go about to have these conversations, right? So then me and Shanae were talking And I was saying, like, mindless conversations, sometimes even in the workplace, can be good. It's a nice little break. But, I mean, sometimes you don't always want to hear what coworkers have to say that is not talking about work. Especially if you're, like, focused on work and then they interrupt you for something that's mindless. It can become a distraction. Or if you just don't have that relationship with them. Because sometimes it's not about distraction. It's, I don't like you. Right. (laughs) So then how do you communicate it? When it's like they want to come tell you about their weekend and you like... No, I think that's a starting tone because like I got to be honest with you. It's about your vibe. You have to get off a vibe of like I don't like you. But you can you can make your boundaries clear from the beginning that mm-hmm. you're not interested in having a personal relationship with them. Because mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you. 
uh, people at my job don't be talking to me. Right. Uh, those people who talk to me, talk to me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, people say, hey, how you doing? Because I always say, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You're doing well, great. But they know not to go past that. So then how did you set that initial tone, like, in the very beginning? You just be courteous. Mm-hmm. How do you open the door for people to feel more comfortable with you to, like, say that stuff? It's when you engage with them that way. It's right. like how you start. It's mm-hmm. how you finish. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's like you want to be all chatty or whatever. Now people feel comfortable to be chatty with you whenever because you show that, like, you have a level of interest. My bracelet. You mm-hmm. show that you have, like, a level of interest and then you want to, like, talk about the dog, Daisy. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, if you never show that interest, right. they'll, like, some people don't take hints and so... You know, there are obviously easy ways to be like, oh, sorry, I have a meeting. Oh, I'm, you know, so busy. But most people will get the hint early because you're never that into it. But do you think that can reflect badly in the workplace on you? No, because I didn't come to work to make friends. I understand that. Because, I mean, I have the same perception with some of my friends. But, like, I told you in my last review, they said that that was a bad thing about me. Like, I don't talk to people enough and and they don't know enough about me. Right, and I would have been in my review to say, what does it have to do with my work? Right. I would have actually asked that, and mm-hmm. I would have said, I think it's inappropriate to to say that my bad thing is me not sharing my personal life mm-hmm. with my colleagues. That's not something that's a part of the job description. So I would have kiboshed that right then and there. <laughs> so I'm just saying that would have got kiboshed. <laughs> So, um, the article, they gave a technique for how to, you know, kind of switch mindless conversations to be more, I guess, targeted or more goal-oriented. <clears throat> and they said use something called SOAR, strengths, opportunities, aspirations, and results. It's somewhat like SWAT, but it's like you kind of turn every conversation to be about work or to be about a project or to be about your task or like you just switch, the tr- direct the conversation in a way that makes it, I guess, more productive in the office so that you're not having um, pointless conversations. Have you ever done that before? Do what? You, like, if someone comes up to you to have kind of a pointless conversation, have you ever redirected the conversation to be about work? Mm, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. Like, I set the tone. People don't... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people don't do that with me. Unless- so, even with people that you're friendly with, you've never had to do that? Because I have. Like, with people that I do have mindless conversation with at work, and we're cool, but if you come up to me and I'm, like, focused on something and you're trying to have a mindless conversation, I may have to redirect it, like, I can't talk about that right now because I'm in the middle of doing something. I wouldn't say it like that, of course. I would. <laughs> now, here's an example. Absolutely. My friend gave it to me. I was at work. I was like, girl, I'm busy. Can we talk at lunch? She was like, all right, bet. Mm. Yep. I don't feel like I need to redirect the conversation. If I'm busy, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Now, I can say that to her because that's how we talk to each other because right. she's done that to me. Right. But if I have to be more polite about it, I'll say, can we, can we talk about... I would say it nicer because mm-hmm. it's about your tone, really. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. can we chat about this later? I'm just... I really focus on something. I don't feel like I need to divert it back to work because if I'm busy, then I may not want to talk about something work-related either if right. I'm on a task. Right, right, right. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't... I. I I think I think I'm I'm very pretty concise. Mm-hmm. And so the strategy for me is like I that takes too much time for me to think of like a way to like divert the That's conversation. What I I'm like, I'm when not I feel like I could just say no. Mm-hmm. Like I could just be like no, I just I mean that's just work wise. Right. I just be like mm. right. And if it's a friend I could just start responding. 
No, I'm just playing. Oh, my God. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Uh -uh. I respond to messages that people send me. Even if it's a little late. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, but outside of work, do you feel like every conversation you have to be learning or gaining something from? But gaining is subjective because let's say we're having a conversation and it's bringing me laughter. It's mm-hmm. bringing me joy. Mm-hmm. That's purposeful. Mm-hmm. So then every conversation to you has a purpose. To some extent, yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be like the technical skills. It doesn't have to right. be. But if I'm having a conversation and, and, we're, and we're laughing about housewives or something, that conversation is bringing me joy. And that's mm-hmm. the purpose of it. Well, the I, part of the reason I also didn't agree is because it's like, I don't always have to take something from our conversation. I could be the one giving something. So it's like, I may not have gained anything, but I may have given someone else insight or I may have given... I feel like you could have gained someone's perspective, even if you didn't agree with it, even if you thought it was trash. That's gaining something, no? Yes, but I'm saying I have had conversations where I didn't gain anything, but I gave them. I'm, I'm saying I don't believe you couldn't have gained anything from it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like you can always take something. Well, I, yeah, I just don't agree. I feel like some conversations you're just not going to get anything from, but that's okay too. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because nah. I have plenty of conversations. I'm, I don't get nothing from it, but I may give them information or give them support or give them whatever, and I didn't get anything from it, but I helped them out, and so that's all that matters. Mm, I don't agree. I think there's something you can always take from it. Okay. Well, that was all I had for the topic today. Do you have anything else to add? Oh, that was it. What? Oh, I thought I thought there was more. No. Oh. Um. Well, no. I I I, I thought there was more. I, okay. Well, look, cause I feel like that was okay. How long are we talking? I don't know. <laughs> Right now, we're at 45 minutes. Do you guys want us to continue talking? Oh, my Jesus. Say yes. Why are you at work right now? (laughs) Say yeah. We want y'all to continue talking. Woo-hoo. Okay. Let's just move forward to something else. Okay. Um, If you haven't seen our announcement. Oh, yeah. Why are you look confused? Because I didn't know where we was going. (laughs) I was like, where are we going with this? If you haven't seen, we shared details about our... Uh, two year anniversary podcast event August 18th mm-hmm. to 2018. I Girl, can't get it out. The um, and we'll be at the Living Well in Baltimore. Mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm, be doing mm-hmm. a live show, yes. so it'll be part live show, part mix and mingle. Mm-hmm. We'll have small bites, we'll have some libations, mm-hmm. music, music. It'll be a fun time, cool time. Yes, so if you're in the area. If you want to come in the area, mm-hmm. uh, we're on Eventbrite yeah, and RSVP because we like to keep numbers. We want to make sure we have enough for everybody. For everybody. So take your moment to RSVP and come out. It should be a fun event celebrating year two. Yes. And also we are accepting sponsors. We do already have some, but you know, we are willing to, you know, always have more and we want it to be a shared experience for everyone. So let us know if you would like to sponsor um, the event. Just contact us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Oh, you know what? I never did give my cookout notes. Right. So that's how we'll end the show today. 
Sydney had a cookout. <laughs> and I felt like while we was we were waiting for some of the food to arrive, <laughs> you know, we were just kind of talking about what's cookout etiquette. Mm-hmm. And so Sydney kind of did a potluck. Yeah, it was a potluck cookout, Juneteenth. <clears throat> right. Everybody bring something. So my thought was, and this is my opinion, I feel that when it's a potluck style and you're responsible for a dish. Mm -hmm. Or not even a dish, anything integral to the meal. I'll put it that way. Okay. (laughs) Um, That you come... And you come to the location in a timely fashion. Mm -hmm. So if you're bringing any part of the meal, then you should be relatively on time because... That's a part of, like, the function. Right. If you were bringing, like, a bottle or something like that, that is something where if you were late, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, right. Not as. Um, But I feel like if you're bringing something that, if you're bringing something to contribute to the event, Mm -hmm. I feel like you should, like, be somewhat on time. Mm -hmm. So I like to say you should be there when it starts, but to give people... Some flexibility. I feel like you should be there within the first 30, 40 minutes mm-hmm. with your dish mm-hmm. because it's a part of the menu. Now, if the host was providing everything, then it wouldn't matter when you showed up. Right, right. However, I do like to say, people, when you show up late, no one's saving food for you. So, like, right. if you get to a function late. And something gone. And something gone. Don't nobody want to hear your mouth. Right. You was late. <laughs> And we not and and in my family we have a rule because we've had arguments over this. Mm-hmm. We don't save food. Be here on time because mm-hmm. when it's gone, it's gone. And even if it was a lot and it don't make sense that only ten people ate all this food, we don't need your judgment. <laughs> it was here and we were able to eat it. Another thing I like to tell people is, I think it's tacky when people bring like. Tupperware, like Ziploc bags. I've never like, seen that. Before. I've seen it before. I've They'll bring never. like their own aluminum foil. I've never. Come on, like life. that's just too much. Yeah, that is too much. That's I've too never much. Seen that. And I also feel like when people make their plate early, I think that's like tacky. <laughs> like trying to make sure they get everything and they put their plate to the side. You did that though. No, but that it was, was a limited amount of that. But it was also halfway through. The cookout when I put a piece of lamb to the side, which I ate 30 minutes later. I didn't make a plate to take home. I right, put it right, aside right. to yeah, eat yeah, later. Yeah. I think that's a difference. Mm-hmm. I didn't make a plate of food and be like, all right, what's my food for later tomorrow for lunch? <laughs> I mean, I think there's a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And I just want to bring up those notes. I don't really have nothing else. I just feel like, you know, respect the house door policy. <laughs> She keep the door shut. Yes. I don't know why people always... And I, it's like, do, do you leave your door open at your house? Because in my house, I get yelled at. <laughs> Me too. Shut that door. <laughs> right. You coming in or you coming out? <laughs> but people would just be leaving that door open. <sighs> and I'm just like, is this what you do at your house? Because you must have mad bugs in your house if you do this. Maybe. I mean, maybe some people do just leave the door open. But I know uh, my family functions. You got to... Go in, go out. Don't be leaving it open. Right. Don't be doing nothing like that. Right, right. And it's like close it behind you unless somebody else comes and then of course. Right, but you but just move swiftly to keep the door exactly closed exactly so that no bugs or anything like. Or if the house has air, because my oh yeah, you ain't letting the air out. You're not letting the air out. That's such an old. 
black parent phrase. Like, what does that even mean? You letting the cool air out. Whatever. It's still alive. It will regenerate. Well, no, because, like, my house, if you, if the room, the temperature in the room uh, changes, then the thermometer adjusts to make the room a certain temperature. So, if you leave the door open and it's literally changing the temperature in the room, then the AC will kick up a little bit more to cool the room down. Whatever. <laughs> I, I think it's a cookout. People are going in and out. But, be swift. I say shut the door because of the bugs. I'm more about, like, yeah. so you don't have all the bugs in the house coming in and out. Right, because I was fighting a fly to the next day. Because they are to... aggressive little monkeys. <laughs> and I don't be liking all that. Right. So... That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Happy 4th if you celebrate that. Happy Wednesday. Yes. Um, enjoy your... Enjoy your day week. off. Yeah, if you have a day if off. If you have a day off. Yeah, enjoy your day off. And always, thanks for listening. This is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Okay, so while we was recording, uh, LeBron decided to go to the Lakers. Um, for hold on, four years, four years for a uh, hundred and fifty-four million dollars. Can y'all? Can you and Savannah adopt me, please? I'm annoyed. Please, I'm annoyed. Please adopt me, like I please hundred fifty. Please, let me tell you, Savannah. That she my favorite. She got off so good. Like I know she loved him, but man, I wonder like when they was first dated, she did, did she did he think like he had that potential? Because well, yeah, they've been looking at him since forever. Yeah, yeah. Lap, he, he knew lap of sick. luxury. When I tell you, she got that bank. Oh my! Look, I'm focused strictly on Savannah. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I'm annoyed, but Four I years, $154 million for a I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm poor. I care. <laughs> I mean, I'm poor too, but that ain't Please adopt right me. Uh, so, I don't like the effing Lakers. So, Why I'm annoyed. Like I just never have liked the Lakers. They're trash. I just, I'm irritated. Are they trash now? They, they trash. trash. They the Lakers. They trash. Period. That's it. <laughs> they trash. I don't like the Lakers. I'm irritated. I still love LeBron. So how would that work for you on this upcoming season? I don't know. Why, whoa, why are you yelling at me? Cause. I didn't make him sign that deal. But I am glad that he went to the West because everybody won't call LeBron sensitive and say he was scared to go through the West. So hi, because now I hope he get a ring with the Lakers and y'all can shut the F up. Please. I'm pissed that he's with the Lakers, but I hope he shuts some of y'all up that be hating on him for no reason. Because, I mean, for real, for real, he should have got MVP for the season. But that's a whole nother conversation. I'm in my feelings, clearly. Like, literally, we finished recording and then found this out. And I'm like, hold up, rewind, gotta come back with it. (sighs) I'm sure I'll have more feelings later. Why? Okay. It's just, I don't like the Lakers. <laughs> so, do you feel like because you like LeBron, yeah, you yeah, been, I'm conflicted. You've been a pretty loyal follower I'm loyal. of LeBron. I am. Don't you kind of think you'll be rooting ugh, for ugh. the Lakers? Say, oh my God, Ryan Robinson is going to have my ear off. I'm surprised he has not texted me yet because he loves the Lakers and I love LeBron and we've been going back and forth about this. I should text her right now. Don't. Uh, I don't want to talk to him right now, please. Uh, but just, 
I can't even stomach saying that I will be rooting for the Lakers. Uh, but you kind of uh, will be. Right? I can't. Uh, I'm about to just not have a team. I'm about to just say I love LeBron. I don't have a team because. But because you love LeBron and you want him to be successful. I don't have a team. To to an extent, you want the Lakers to be successful. I don't have a team. He, so you, but you get what I'm saying. I don't have a team. I'm just, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, my dad, he doesn't have a basketball team, and he loves, like, certain players. But he, this has happened with him, and I guess he just got frustrated over time. And he doesn't have – he has a football team, but he does not have a basketball you team. You don't have a basketball team, Sydney. And, you know, shout out to your dad. But we're talking about you. I'm asking <laughs> about you. And I'm saying, how are you going to feel this upcoming season? How are you – when you watch a game, are you rooting for no one? Because if you're rooting for LeBron's success, then you are to a degree – you know what I'm, you know, I won't say it cuz I know you and your feelings, but you know, I'm going to let you sit with that. Why? Please, Why? Please adopt me. And I'm going to let you sit with that. Ugh. So. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all pray for Sydney. She's uh triggered. She's feeling, <laughs> I'm so upset. She's feeling a little frazzled. But we had to come back. I literally was like, I can't leave without recording my films right now cuz I could wait a week, but then it'll be old news by then. And I'll have been calmed down. So, I needed y'all to get me fresh. Okay. And as you guys can tell, <laughs> I don't care. I feel like this is the most emotional they've heard me ever. <laughs> I uh, was going to focus on the moolah. Right. She's like, get that. I'm just like, the lake. Ugh. I mean, I knew it was a possibility. We all knew it. But I just, you know, in the pits of my soul, I was hoping not. Dang it. <sighs> That's a lot of money, child. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, mm, so hundreds. I mean, where where do you even get all that money? Mm-mm-mm. Well, let's see how this goes next season. Probably a successful season. We'll see. I mean, it depends. You all. It always takes a little bit of time to adjust. Um, especially with LeBron. You know, he's he's used to being the carrier of a team. So, um, he'll have to adjust to the players, and the players will have to adjust to him. Is, uh, this has, this guy's, as you know, I'm not really an NBA person. I really like football, and I'm not, I can't bang with football either, so. I'm I'm just out of the sports world. (laughs) So, I don't really know who plays for the Lakers like that. They suck, but. Do they really suck, or are you just saying that? Yes, they suck. No, but seriously. Yes. Okay, I can't tell <laughs> if you were just like upset about the Lakers or their team isn't really good. No, they suck. Well, he'll get there and it'll get better. And you'll be rooting for LeBron. And whatever that means for you, that's okay. I'm not even going to... Whatever that means for you. I just can't. But I say... I'm so surprised I didn't get a text yet. Good move, brother. Get your coin. <laughs> Secure the bag. <laughs> the big bag. The big bag. Okay. That little briefcase you had won't even carry a 16th of that. Okay. <laughs> Get that 18 wheeler. <laughs> Secure the truck. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had that money. But. All right, guys. We How old are LeBron's sons? So I can be a cougar. Uh, they are not. No. Hold on. How many more years I gotta wait? LeBron's kids age. <laughs> His oldest. <laughs> Alright, so one was born in 07. What's, can't you just look up their ages? Well, How old is his oldest kid? I, Let me I'm about to say, like, you don't got a phone, too. 
But I feel like you're Googling the wrong thing. Oh How old are... Three, thirteen, and eleven. So thirteen, I got some time to Ma'am. kill. Got some time to kill. Get my life together so I can be a cougar. I'm pouncing on that when you turn eighteen. Pouncing on it. Even if Five I got, a, even if I got a husband, uh. babe, let me just secure the bag. <laughs> I can't. Let me secure our future. And if he's supportive, he gonna be like, do your thing, babe. Let me secure the bag. And if that means I got to have a baby, hun, you'll be a great stepdad. You know, we could plan our retirement off that uh, child support. Okay? Okay. Hmm. All right? I'm all right. But I I know that, like, his family and, like, where they wanted to live, of course, that had a lot to do with it. And, like, his son is doing really well in basketball at his school. And so... I know it was a hard decision for him, but gosh darn it. Gosh darn it, LeBron. But, alright, guys, that was all. Just like a final little recap. Thanks for listening.